What is up, my lovely people? You know what it is. You know what time are we on? It's a beautiful Friday. This episode is coming out to you. Brought to you by the OG Aaron. And yours truly, your boy Jordan, is here. Uh, Don't worry. I know you might have woken up this morning and, and you might you might have turned this on and been pretty down you know you know of course it might be a friday but you know your life hasn't been satisfied until you listen so sit back relax let us take control we're gonna get you right so sit back relax and let us take control is insane <laughs> <laughs> that's so hard though i like that you can't tell women that. I'll tell you that much. No, no, you can't. You can't tell. You can't tell women anything. Apparently, as I've learned recently. Yeah, man. You can't tell them nada. I don't want to say that. That sounds very misogynistic. I, I you know, I learned today but, that no matter what, this is why I was like, I was hoping you were going to respond. You were Colby. Uh. Actually, I couldn't have went wrong with anybody, but if, like, preferably you and Colby or Cameron, um, I learned today that no matter what I do, someone's always unhappy. <laughs> no matter what. No matter what I do. I can't do – no matter what. If I do something yeah. nice, it's mean to other people. If I do something mean, other people, other people love it. No matter what. You know, it's just the way the cookie crumbles, you know. Like today, for example, in the gym, minding my business, I go I go talk to Jalen, as you know, as I normally do. And then uh sitting there and somebody comes over, I'm not gonna say who. It's a man, and uh he's known for having a negative personality mm. um, but I've known this man for years comes over start chatting it up blah 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 whatever hearsay hearsay and uh, then out of nowhere I just get jabbed in my mouth by Aaron why why are you wearing two necklaces I don't know I just I just always wear two. I always wear two necklaces. I don't know what to tell you. Why are they gold? Yeah. I don't know. What am I? I don't even know how to answer that question. You got too much jewelry on, my brother in Christ. I have earrings and a nose ring in. That's it. Why are they gold too? I, 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 I don't know how to respond to this. Yeah. No matter what, no matter what, the incident I told you about the other day, went out and uh, purchased something, oh, yeah. someone else found out, and then they got upset, because apparently, you know, I'm not allowed to do that. No, you're not. It's tough being me. Once you've, once you've legally signed your soul over to uh 
a white bitch, you have no free will. Which is crazy because yeah. I didn't know I even did that, to be honest. I didn't even know. I don't yeah. remember doing it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. You don't. <laughs> I, just, I, don't even, I don't even remember doing it. It just happens. They they roam this world and until they pick one of us out. We gotta we gotta pray that our brothers are strong, man. Apparently. Boy, I just, just uh ugh. gotta gotta listen to gotta listen to Dr. Umar more, man. It's not fun. I get like me and um me and Jaden have this conversation. Anytime I ever like make a joke, I'm like, oh, damn, today was rough or whatever. You know, I make like a little sly comment. Me and Jaden have this conversation all the time and like Jaden's cool. But he always hits me with the it can't be that tough. Like technically true. But but at, at every now and then. Every now and then, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, once every, like, I don't know, four or five, six months, I'm like, damn, I wish I didn't. I wish I didn't quit my job. I wish I just kept working because yeah. none of this would ha- none of this would happen. I wouldn't have to worry about people constantly walking up to me, asking me to get free clothing items or hey, I know it's sold out, but can you get me an extra one? Or, hey, when are you going to let me be a guest on a, on an episode? Uh, I don't know. Hey, you should design this because I know what I'm talking about, and I know uh, you should do this type of clothing because this is cool, and I like it. And since I gave you the idea, if you do it, I have to get a free one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's an everyday thing. Yeah, man. As in, uh, in the words of, I think he did it on a Thizzler's, on a Thizzler cipher freestyle. In the words of Lil Cito, all the problems I have, it's an overlap, it's an overlapping circle, just like a twisting lid. Yeah, it's not, it's not fun. It's definitely not, no. <laughs> it's really not. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it's totally, it's totally goofy. Not gonna lie. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't, I don't get women in general. I don't get. <sighs> I don't get women or men, certain men. Certain men that have women tendencies. There you go. There you go. I don't, I don't understand. Like we, we out here, we could have a grown ass, grown ass conversation, but motherfuckers want to be having female personalities. I want to say, I'll say this. I don't understand a certain category of women and a certain category of men in that category, they 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 co they coexist like they have those type of those type of men and women or people in general have the same personality traits. I don't get them. Like me and some women get along great. Me and some men get along great. 
I try to get along with everybody, but you know, sometimes it's just not written in the cards for me to get along with them forever. I think that's the best way I can put it. Like in the time span of what Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, four days, I have been told I've been given. I don't even know if given's the right word because given means like I accepted it. I've been approached with, hey, Aaron, when are you going to drop the one of one collection for me? Do you know how special you have to be to get a one of one <laughs> collection? Like that's a that's a crazy thing to say. That is a very very crazy thing. And this uh they don't listen to the podcast. I can say it. This person <laughs> I've known for maybe Six months, half a year, met them in like, no, I'd say, I'd say, I'd say a year, a year. Yeah. In my 20 plus years, I've known you for 1%. If my 20 plus years on earth were equivalent to a hundred percent. I've known you for 1% of my life. And out of nowhere, you feel the need and necessity to tell me, hey, I have an idea. All right, cool. Start off with that. I'm open. Always open to suggestions. I need a one-of-one custom so-and-so. Whatever the case. I don't know what they want, but whatever. And I want it for free. <laughs> I think people fail to realize that when when I order when you order products for a mass group of people, your goal is to order as many as possible because it's cheaper that way. So when I sell it. I can sell it for, and you know, a 65, 70% margin, you know, so I make my money back plus more on every individual item that I sell. And I can get away with giving away some stuff for free. Hence, you, Carson, Cameron, Jalen, Emily, you know, all Michaela, Riley, like I give y'all stuff for free because y'all go to the photo shoots and stuff, you wear it. I can afford to do that. Mm-hmm. But to order one thing, just one, just one, yeah, and granted, it's probably not going to cost too much, probably be around like 50 bucks, but that's just 50 bucks going out the window. Yeah. Just uh, the audacity of some people. <laughs> I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, I feel like I feel like though that's 
a given once you make your own business or anything like that like especially like in your in your like your sister's side of shit and she's not in the retail side of shit she's more of like food yeah and i know goddamn i know good and goddamn well she's got stragglers fucking oh yeah humping her humping her leg refusely begging for begging for some uh some free shit like this it's just you won't get that regardless yeah it's cra- it's actually crazy how like how that works you're probably right like i'm not obviously i'm not there all the time cuz she's like super far away uh mm-hmm. and that drive to get there is fucking ass like i hate i hate that drive food's good though yeah food's good though but damn that drive is <laughs> that drive is fucking dog water uh yeah probably yeah you're right Damn, I didn't think about that. I didn't think I didn't think about that. But that's just still weird though. Like I don't I don't know if he listens to it, but in my eyes like when when you're going into any setting where you're surrounded by people who are entrepreneurs or, you know, built their own shit and are still trying to build it up and you befriend said person and then he becomes the fucking just the the so quote-unquote small shit but it's just the repetition of it which just makes it dead like when we go to watch our boy play at oh. his school <laughs> yes I am 100% in agreement with what you're saying right now. And, you know, niggas just get annoying about some shit. And it's kind of embarrassing. Boy. Not not only coming from the outside, but even, even within. Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. Like, literally the first week... The first week, the first two weeks, because the first week we got there and Zach, uh, oh. what was it? Oh. What's his name? <laughs> no, no, no. The dude that dude that uh, runs it. What's oh, Nick, it? Nick, Nick, Nick. Uh, when Nick let our boy play, and I was just like, "Damn!" I was like, "Oh, maybe there might be a chance." So week two, I brought my cleats. Just, you know, for the fuck of it, you know. But after that, and I'm just like, oh, I'm not I'm not gonna get a chance to play, whatever, cool. Yeah, so I, we're, you know, we're still just like we're there to support our boy first and if need be. Exactly. Like if you know like the first week when we showed up, they were short people, they need you know, they needed people. Mm-hmm. That didn't really happen mm-hmm. again after that. Yeah, yeah. That he never asked again. So so I was just like, exactly. I'm like, there's not going to be a chance that's going to happen again. So you know, I'm gonna, let me chill out. Yeah, exactly. And like, I, I never, I was, I wasn't going to ask it. I was like, yeah, if Carson needs me, he knows he got a secret weapon in his back pocket. Exactly. Whatever. Exactly. But 
But yeah, like it's it, you know it's bad to a point too when you know we got to do what we did. Yo, you know what I mean, and we got to go around shit because motherfuckers do what they do nowadays. Yeah, yeah, that's a uh... yeah, yeah. It's sort of like a I don't know, like you said, like embarrassing from on like said person's side. But also mm-hmm. on like our side because you know we show up with set these people. Yeah, I'm like, dude, like it sounds super crazy, but like when you hear my reasoning, people listening to the to this episode, you'll understand where I'm coming from. I have now now beforehand before n- notability and popularity among amongst the masses I, I I didn't give a fuck I don't care but now I sort of have to I have to care about who I'm surround myself with on a on a you know on a daily basis because that reflects on me which then reflects on this so I have to be careful with who I surround myself with on a on a regular basis Every now and then it's cool, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But it's the same reason, like, why I stopped hanging out with, like, certain people that I was with, you know, that I was with, like, a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't mm-hmm. be, I can't be surrounded by, I don't know. Oh, yeah, let's, it's Friday night. Let's go to the bar. And play pool. Guess what we're going to do on Saturday? The same thing. Guess what we're going to do on Sunday? Nothing. (laughs) I can't can't do it. I can't do it. Can't be around it. Cannot be around it in the slightest. But off of that, but off of that depressing topic... I just needed to say that. I just needed to, I just had to talk about that because I was like, good. I got home today after the gym. I got home from the gym and I just, uh, I I didn't even do anything. I just like sat down on my couch and lit a candle and was like, what the fuck has, what, what has been going on the past four days? Like, what did I do? I just thought about it and I was like, damn, I'm going to record an episode so I can get this over with and not think about it the rest of the week. And here we are. Um, But off of that, my friend Colton, so it's October, um, which is like, you know, people like to call it the spooky season. I'm a big fan of... uh, of Halloween, not for the gimmicks and you know the trick or treating and all that stuff, but for one, I'm a big horror movie guy. But that's beside. I, I like the. Uh, I'm a creative person. I like the creativity that comes with October. People can, you know, you can do a little. You can get away with more if that makes sense when it comes to doing stuff. Hence, while we were talking about. Going to Fright Fest or whatever. Because that's like, eh, whatever. It's cool. It's like 40 bucks. I'd do it. 
But, Jordan, have you heard of a place called Meow Wolf? Or me? Is that what it's called? I think. I gotta make sure that's what it's called Sounds now. Sounds familiar. Now I gotta make sure that's what it's called. Yeah, Meow Wolf. It's, it sounds familiar, yeah. So it's uh, there's four of them across the United States. Um, there's one in Vegas, one in Denver, Colorado, one in Santa Fe, New Mexico, and their newest one just opened up this past summer in Dallas, in Grapevine, to be exact. I don't know how to describe what it is other than what I'm about, like, I'm about to describe you a picture from one of the rooms in the one in Grapevine. It's a black room with black light, like the, you know, black light's purple. Mm-hmm. It's a black room with black lights everywhere with neon painted plastic trees with no leaves and out of the tip of the branches are fish and mushrooms with faces. Hmm. It's the the best way I can. That's the, yeah, that's the best way I can describe. But apparently it's this crazy. I, I, I don't know what it is. So I was on, I was on FaceTime with my friend Colton like 30 minutes ago. And he, he just got back from Denver on like a family vacation and he was on FaceTime. He was showing me a couple things that he went and did. And I was like, oh, yeah, because I went to Denver a couple years ago with uh, my friend Ray. And I think this is Colton's first time going. But he, he he showed me this picture and he goes, have you heard of Meow Wolf? And I was like, that sounds like an EDM stage name. So, no, mm-hmm. I haven't. And he starts going through his camera roll. He shares screens with me. He's showing me his camera roll. And the one in Denver, I think, was the first one. And I think it's the biggest one. It's in a building, and it's five stories tall. Um, But he starts showing me these photos and videos of what I can only describe to you is if you walked into Johnny Depp's version of the Chocolate Factory from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. But instead of candy, he was, like, there to make you feel terrified. That's the only way I can describe it. I've never done acid before, but I imagine walking into that building would be like if you did seven tablets of acid all in a row while in an art museum. Yeah. Like some of it, I don't know. Some of it was cool. Some of it was cool. He showed me one video and like, I was sitting in I was sitting on my couch in the dark. It made me so uncomfortable I had to turn a light on. This is the creepiest shit I've ever seen in my life. Very cool though. In the so they all have uh let's see here. They all have like different themes out of the four. 
So the one in Denver that he went to is called Convergent Station. Yeah. Let's see here. It's a little created by over 350 artists. Convergent Station features four floors of Meow Wolf's most epic art to date. An interactive performance and event venue. And an unforg- and like you go through this building and it you get to it's like you're walk walking a story, like you're reading a book a book or watching a movie, but you're living it. But an unforgettable yeah. story of multiversal travel through alien woods. That's the one in Denver. Then they have one called uh House of Eternal Return. That's the one in New Mexico. It's very focused on um like um death <laughs> yeah and yeah that one's a little down um the one in vegas looks the creepiest like by far because it's like supposed to mimic a 1980s like grocery store but in the dark but if something happened to you in the store no one would ever know type thing like endless rows of groceries and shit like that. Yeah. That one makes me feel a little uncomfortable. And then the one in Grapevine is called The Real Unreal. And it says, uh, this one you get to learn about when an ordinary family encounters a cathartic tale of (laughs) mesmerizing artscape through horror and alienism. I'm not sure what those words mean put together like that, mm-hmm. but I'm looking at some of the photos and it, some of the rooms look like they were like cut and pasted out of the video game fallout. I don't, I don't know how to describe it. Like this is the only way to describe it. You'd have to see it for yourself. It's super weird though. Yeah, the one in Grapevine has nothing but slides. That's how you travel from floor to floor in Grapevine. It's there's no stairs. It's only slides. So that's sort of hard. Damn. Is that the closest one? Yeah, the yeah. There's only there's only four across the United States. The one in Grapevine's the closest one because the other three are out of state. But the one in Grapevine's also the newest. Like, um, you know, I'm just going to play this over the mic. I don't care that much. So you can hear it. Let's see here. So this was their, this was their like promo. This was the, like their promo for the one in, in Dallas. It's, I watched it on TikTok and it creeped me out. Something I will cherish at the mall. I found a whole new way to play. I found a whole new way to play. <laughs> hey, I found a whole new way to play. At the mall. We found infinite possibilities. I found myself as part of a community. Oh, 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 
That was their promo for the one in Grapevine. Let me see if I can, uh, I'm gonna, let's see here. Like, so I'm gonna, you know, I'll describe it. So you know how I said, like, we found our personalities on all the stuff at the mall. So yeah. this little trailer starts off with a bunch of old people in like 80s workout gear, like the, you know, like the rip away pants and shit, like windbreaker shit. Yeah. And uh, let's see here. It's pretty normal. It makes this weird cut zoom, like a creepy cut zoom to this guy with a gold chain that has a bald man's face on it talking, saying, I found my reality in the mall. Um, then it cuts to this guy playing this like old arcade style video game. Then this is freak fucking weird as shit. So it cuts to an Asian woman and her daughter getting their photos taken like very eighties, <clears throat> like school photos. <clears throat> and the little girl is holding two dolls, but the dolls have the faces of her mom saying we found family at the mall. <sighs> okay. It doesn't sound like a cult at all. Yeah, no, it's super cult. Yeah, no, yeah, that's culty is very like I would go, but at the same time, I would feel like something bad would happen to me. <sighs> yeah, I don't I don't blame you. <laughs> They have a random black lady. This is. Uh, this is. This is just, you know. People, some people are just so creative that normal people don't understand. That's the best way I can. It's the only way I can describe it. But I think I'm going to go. It looks cool. It's only 35 bucks. And uh, from what I saw on Instagram, it's like, it's very Instagram worthy. They have a bunch of stuff that you can, like, you're allowed to take cameras and shit in. They want you to, they they want you to take pictures in there. So. That actually sounds pretty good. I'm like, that's why I asked who was busy on, uh, on Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. I don't know what time they're open though. I imagine a place like that stays open pretty late. I would assume so. Let's see here. Saturday. Oh, yeah, they're open pretty late. Like, the well, the last time you can go. Because apparently it takes fucking two, it takes an hour and a half to get through the whole thing. Yeah, the last time you can get a ticket is 830 because they close at 10. Because it's, I guess it's, they built on to Grapevine Mills Mall to make this place big enough. It's in the, it's in the mall. It's, you can act, you can't access it through the mall, but it's attached to the mall. It's like an extra building. Yeah. 
everyone in the group's always talking about how they want to go do something on a Saturday. I'm, not, I'm gay. I'm gay for that. Yeah, it's thirty, like thirty-five bucks to go. That's it. That's yeah, not too bad. Oh, yeah, you have to be over 18 to go inside. <laughs> Can't bring Chris. Out here, doing, out here doing weird shit inside of a, inside of a building. <laughs> We're just going to get inducted into cult, into a cult. That's lit. Can't hey, wait man. to show up. And they go, you got to cut your hand to get in. Building the ones. Yeah, fuck it. Why not, right? I mean, to get in the fucking frat houses around here, you gotta kill some puppies. What the fuck? Yeah. What are you talking about? You don't remember that shit? No. And the Carson's telling us about the AC frets. I must have missed this story. (laughs) Nah, they, uh, they were talking about some frat parties that go on at AC. I don't know if like these frats are responsible for the best parties or some of the popular ones, but the motherfuckers say, yeah, in order to get in, you got to fucking sacrifice a puppy. Well, all right, then. That's cool. I was like, yeah. I don't want to be a part of that. I'm all right. Yeah. That kind of worries me. (laughs) Holy shit. I can't think of anything. I know there's that church in Sherman that like does like the whole snake therapy thing. Like you go down into the room or whatever and they dance around with a bunch of snakes. And if a snake bites you, that means you had the devil in you. There's one of those in Sherman. Huh? It's over by, it's on a 14, not 1417. Yeah. On 1417 out there by like the Taylor street apartments or Travis street apartments, whatever apartments they are. Uh, the church with the big bell tower with the blue light. They do that weird shit where they'll like go into a room and parade around with snakes. And if the snake bites you, it means you have the devil in you. And that's getting the devil out. Yeah, they they do that shit. That's odd. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Oh, wow. If the fucking snake bites you, then you have the devil in you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'd assume so. If a snake bites you, you'd be close to fucking dead. Yep. Now, I don't know what type of snakes they're using. I'm assuming non-poisonous snakes. But, um... Yeah. Snakes can sense the devil. Uh, yeah, I wasn't aware. I didn't know. Yeah, that's uh, that's news to me, though. They do have crazy eyesight, so I guess uh, I mean smelling. That's how they, but they smell with their tongue. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's a new one. Yeah, they've been doing it for years. They did it whenever um, I used to. So the apartments that the church is right next to. I used to live there. That was like the first apartments I ever lived in. Once every month, 
maybe. Probably more frequently than that. Than that, there was an ambulance over there, taking somebody to the hospital for a snake bite. But it just—it was a very regular thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I flew my drone over the church one night when uh, they were all there, just to see if I saw anything crazy. I didn't, but uh, <laughs> my drone. Speaking of drones, <laughs> yeah. What's yeah? <laughs> what's up? Hey. So, I had a conversation with somebody recently. No, oh, okay. One, one of their, one of their, like I guess. The only way I can take it is that there's their attempt to flex. Okay. But they had brought they had brought it up. They had had a drone, yeah. and that they were filming for some people in Dallas with some nice cars. Um, he texted me recently. Oh, okay. And I don't know if you, I don't know if I showed you. He texted me like at the end of September, a couple weeks ago. Okay. And he, he he was like, "Oh, how you been? Just trying to make sure you're you're reaching your goals." I remember you brought said, that up. I remember you brought that up. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I brought that up. He's like, "Oh, I noticed." I noticed you unblocked me. <laughs> so I didn't say shit then because I'm just like, all right, this motherfucker's just on some on some female shit. Like, just like we were talking about earlier. Motherfuckers with female personalities. Right? Yep. So then I, I, I get a text from him. What is it? Today's the 17th. Ten days ago. Right? And he sends two voice memos. Ooh, fire! And a, and a text. Uh, I would play on here, but again, I don't know how <laughs> that infringes on getting this shit get uh, fucked up. But I'll just summarize it anyway because trying to listen to him speak literally would probably drive everybody to suicide listening. So let me help y'all out. So essentially, right, first one's two minutes, 14 seconds. <laughs> two a two minute about, voice note is fucking crazy. Yes, 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 yes. He goes on to talk about how uh, during the last conversation we had, he didn't want it to make it seem like that. Uh, the only reason why shit went down was because it was my fault. Uh, he was like, "You really, you didn't have a part in it, and it was really just the people we were surrounded with at the time, and the manipulation that we were, you know, influenced by and shit like that." And I'm listening to this nigga. I'm just like, mm. "Where the fuck has this nigga been, bro?" <laughs> Like, this nigga has seriously gotten bitten by that fucking multiversal spider, bro. <laughs> so, I don't know if I've ever... Yeah, I told you I told you the story, obviously. Yep. So, he sat down that day and told us... He was like, the problems I got 
well, the reason why he was mad is because uh, my my roommate my roommate's girl asked him for my ex's number, and because apparently he had some built up anger about our friendship over the, the couple years, right? Yeah. So now, now the story is uh, that everything is my roommate's fiance's fault and she's trying to pin everybody against each other uh so that we can all get out of her life damn i'm sitting here i'm just like what the fuck are we doing bro (laughs) because honestly honestly i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna lie me and my roommate both sat down collectively and we both have admitted that having him out, out of our lives has made us both collectively a lot more passive rather than aggressive. Because just having his energy around just fucked shit up daily. Yep. So I set him straight and I sent him along as paragraph just summarizing like Basically, hey, bro, um, I'm going to hold you accountable to the shit you said about me. Uh, I'm like, if you truly see me the way that you see me, there's no point of rebuilding shit. Because that's what he he said. He's like, yeah, maybe we can, you know, rebuild shit or whatever. And I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) Anyways, so I'm like, yeah, ain't no point of rebuilding shit if that's the way you see me. I said, I wish you the best. And, you know, I had to hit him with some true G shit because, you know, a West Side born nigga going to stay to West Side. So I had to hit him with some Tupac nigga. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I said, I, I hope you I hope you stay eating. Just know it won't be at my table. Damn. Damn. That's a real G shit. Nigga. Damn. I do. Nigga, when I, when I was sending this to Damn. Nigga, I was up. I was standing up pacing. And I mean, I was on my I was standing on business, nigga. Standing on my business, nigga. Anyway. Right, so I said, "I'll leave you with my respect, because all that's all I can give you." Damn, that's right now, crazy. You you on the you on the verge of losing that too, fuck nigga. But I'm like, I told him I said him straight about like even the fiance shit too. I'm like trying to say anything is her fault is just not true. So I'm like. Don't try to say that she caused any of these problems to come out because she ain't have shit to do with it. Like, this nigga's just in his own realm. So then he sent another paragraph back. But, of course, this nigga is stage six dyslexic. Mm. So trying to type a sentence out grammatically correct is literally impossible for him and i i wish i could i wish i'm like um exaggerating that that statement i'm not anybody that knows him have or have suffered to be in a group chat with this fat fuck have (laughs) have known how terrible it is to try to read it but to summarize his shit he was he was talking about how uh he he uh he he'd die on the statements he'd say uh he said at whataburger okay uh and then he was talking about how the manipulation of my roommate and his fiance uh, were the cause of shit. 
And then he was talking about, he was talking about, he's like, bro, you didn't hear the names that they called you behind closed doors. And my roommate and my fiance both, well, like they, we sat down and we talked about all this shit. They, they both looked at me and said, yeah, bro, like real shit. We, we talk mad shit behind your back, fam. Like all the time, especially with that nigga too. If we were ever going to talk shit about you, it would be with him. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, damn. I love it. At least you being honest about it. You know what I mean? But yeah, I'm like, I'm like, that shit ain't true. Anyway, uh, he was talking, he tried to come up with that shit. And then, and then he hit me with this shit. This shit was on some next level shit, like on some, on some, on some SoundCloud rapper shit. This is some bars, nigga. You ready for this? <laughs> he goes, he goes, this is my, this is my, this is his rebuttal to my Tupac statement. He said, I ain't gonna go back and forth. Never wanted to eat at your table. You can't own the table. Just wanted us to eat at the same table. I'm I'm sorry. What? I read that word for word. I'm reading the text. I, you gonna have to run. You gonna have to run that back. Wheel it. Wheel it. You gonna have to run that shit back. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna have to run that shit back. I'm gonna get this tattoo. That was hard. <laughs> Run that shit back, dog. I'm about to, I'm pulling up yo, my notes right now. <laughs> yo, yo, homie. Alright. Where am I? Where am I? He's like, alright. That was so fucking hard. Back and forth. <laughs> I ain't gonna I ain't gonna go back and forth. Never wanted to eat at your table. You can't own the table. Just wanted us eat what's one of us eating at the same table. My nigga, that is some bars, bro. Uh God, that's fucking funny as fuck. <laughs> yeah, and then he then ended that paragraph with, um, he said, looking forward to seeing you on TV as a government official or some shit. You is destined for greatness. Keep that shit up. Damn. All right. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Um. For. Just to illustrate shit for people, I'm not gonna go in the backstory of what happened with him, but uh, there's a old friend of mine that I've known for like the last nine years that I've been in Texas, and recently we have cut ties, and now he has uh, now he has felt the wrath of how the world is without me in his life and I, I know it might sound cocky but I literally can't stress it enough <laughs> I brought this story up to one of the kids we went to high school with you can't own the table a, nigga <laughs> an underclassman uh, he, he was at the gym and he walked in and he asked me about him because literally in the last nine years if I was somewhere this motherfucker was leeching to my fucking leg so I told him the backstory, whatever, and I told him that uh, he told me that the niggas he's hanging out around with now have helped him progress more in his life. And my that little nigga looked at me. He was like, "Bro, if you weren't in his life these last however years you've known him, how many people would he know outside of you, your roommate, and another mutual friend we had?" 
and I dead ass had to like sit and think, and I laughed. It's <laughs> not like just thinking dead ass would not know nobody. Like, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't be on no cocky shit. But I'm, I'm saying like this is like the stereotype movie scene, like the jock befriends the the nerd or the the less popular kid and builds him up the entire movie. And then in the end, you know, they live happily ever after. If I was not involved with this nigga's life, he would have probably been in the special ed class. Damn. This was dead ass like my make my first make a wish case. That's crazy. And he, he, he first of all, so he bought me a, a five hundred dollar bong, one of those nice gravity bongs that Wiz Khalifa uses, their flips, whatever. And he claims I didn't buy him shit ever. Mind you, I bought him plenty of weed that he didn't even have to worry about it. Uh, aided to his nicotine addiction. Uh, bought him $200 plus glasses and drove him around for the last, fuck, how long have I been driving? Four fucking years. But, Damn. but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm using the nigga because he bought me a gift. The the only gift this nigga bought me in his life. But, I'm right. trying to think. He got to be a Kanye fan, right? He has to. He's a fucking MGK fan. Because for some yeah. reason, that that little quote he said that I'm getting tattooed on my ribs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost certain. That Kanye, he tried to be on some like Kanye, like very cathartic, prolific shit, and it just didn't work right. Because I'm almost positive, if I'm not mistaken, in that song Kanye did like last year or the year before with the game called Easy, I'm pretty sure Kanye has a bar in that song where he said, How you say I bring nothing to the table, but I'm the table. Y'all got to, like, basically in reference, like, y'all got to bring stuff to me. Like, I'm I'm the main attraction here. What the fuck? I, why do I have to bring something? I have it all already. I'm pretty sure he was, like, trying to go for yeah. that type of vibe. But my man's words befuddled him. <laughs> my man was in cahoots with his brain. Yeah. Just kerfuffled. My man's... Right. My man, we had that conversation and then he was telling us, or we had that first conversation, the last talk we had in person. And he was like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm only hanging out with people that live outside of DFW. That's fire. Yada yada. This nigga's first Instagram post, he was with a nigga that we went to high school with and his girlfriend at a park. Oh yeah, I saw of the that. Night. Yeah, I saw that. Um, that was hard. Mind you, mind you, the park is 30 seconds from where I live. I'm look, I'm actually looking at it right now. <laughs> and um, he was flexing his homie's girlfriend's underwear while standing on a rock. Oh, Oh, my gosh. I know these people. Yeah, I did, I'm going through these like I'm going through the 
homies of. Yeah, we saw him at the we saw him at the casino. I didn't know that was her. That's crazy. Yeah. 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 And I, I I had I had to sit there for a second, and I that I had to get outside sources. What's crazy and is I that. Asked, so I'm on I'm on I'm on hers right now. Yeah. And she has a bunch of photos from that night, I'm assuming. And I don't know I don't know how to so Of course she has an OnlyFans. Why would she not? Anyway. One of the photos, this woman's on a swing. And in the background, there is a little pavilion. Mind you, her the location in this Instagram photo is Dallas, Texas. That's not true, because I know exactly where this is at. Yo, 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 this is... <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, he sat there and was... Homie third wheeled while they took her third strap. <laughs> yeah, that's hard. Oh, bro. And one of the one of the things, one of the red flags that has been brought up, like motherfuckers that look at um that look at um her boyfriend's <laughs> social media, his TikToks and his whole persona is trucks. Yep. Uh, it has been ever since he got his license because his first truck was a fucking obnoxious piece of shit. So, in his recent shits, ever since he's been with this chick, has all just been her ass and her, his truck. And Fire. <laughs> like, I've had I've had people question it. Like, they see it on the for you page, and they're just like, bro. I don't know how I feel about that. Like, genuinely, just thinking like to put your girlfriend out like that, and you're just advertising your girl. Yeah, that's with crazy. Your truck. Like, it's a whole cap, like the cap cut bullshit, or like even TikTok edits of just hmm. his girl's ass. Yo, cap cut has made and the truck has made every single person on earth think they're like a video editor. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. Uh, it's so funny. God, I love it. My homie's got his own powder coating company. That's hard. So, mind you, mind you, mind you, mind you, mind you. I'll, I'll lead you down this fucking road. <laughs> this road of whatever the fuck. Because I got to figure out what type of truck he actually had as well. Mind you, he also tried to sell this fucking piece of shit for like the entire time he had it as well. It was a fuck, I don't even know. Honestly, it was early 2000s. What the fuck? Where you at, bitch? It doesn't matter. It was an early 2007 three diesel. 
right? Yeah. Lifted up to fucking Kingdom Come with fat ass tires, underglow, and it just every fucking Southern boy's wet dream, right? <laughs> so he was driving that from fuck. When, okay, first post was June. 19 2019 and he drove that motherfucker into the ground no 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 i'm like it wasn't 2019 no yeah it was 2019 he drove it for a good year and a half two years right so he ended in may yeah may of 21 So then he upgraded to his dad's truck, which was like a 2015, another fucking power stroke. And he upgraded that motherfucker. I say upgraded. He just added wheels, underglow, and an exhaust. And when I mean underglow, it's like his his buddy. I, I think either his buddy or he owned like a fucking uh, bootleg lighting company and he did that shit to his truck and he drove that motherfucker <laughs> holy shit he drove i see this truck everywhere july of 21 all the way to recently which was uh june 27 of this year so we'll see now it's upgraded um Oddly, to like one of these old like seventies models, first gen Fords, uh, two fifty, you know, seven. Uh, fuck, what is this? A seven three? Yeah, seven three. So, so, oh my God, bro, I can't even stress it. Any any picture that you've seen with this motherfucker, it's with the truck. I have a question. Like, I forget, what is up with? I forget what he looks like. This is very random, but not really because it correlates. What's up with like the southern? I don't know if it's all southern stuff. I think it's really around here, like like country town. That's better. What's up with like? What's the mystique? What's the allure? What's the what's the shock and awe factor of having a truck on you know? a two foot lift kit. I don't get it. What's like, what's the big deal? It's a great question. I don't, oh, I, it's a 1997. I don't get it. Uh, the thing, the thing I, I, I've come to realize and I owned a truck for a few months, sadly, because fucking, I still miss my truck low key. But my shit wasn't anything special. It was just a stock Ford F-150 2012. I love my truck because it could do shit on and off terrain. Yeah, no, yeah, no, I get that. Like, you know, the the allure but, of having a truck whole... in general is like you can do things a lot of other cars can't. Like you can you can haul a bunch of stuff. Say, you know, yeah. you're a contractor or you carry a lot of things back and forth. You're moving like trucks are very handy. Like I get that part. I'm talking about like having 
what we were just talking about, like jacked up fucking six feet off the ground. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that part of it because that's sh- at that point, motherfuckers be lifting that shit too much where it just takes out the whole premise of this fucking truck. That's what I'm saying. You gotta have like a fucking thirty six inch vert just to get in the car. But I don't. I, I truly, I truly do not understand. Like, I understand if you, if you're like a super car, like you know, you're the super, like you're a gearhead, and you love cars. Like, Peyton is a super gearhead. Like, he just loves cars. He loves trucks. He loves anything car-related. So, like, if you have, like, a a Jeep Wrangler, or you have multiple cars, and you have a Jeep, you know, a Jeep Wrangler, or something along that, or Bronco, something that's, like, meant for off-roading, and you jack it up, you know, four, five, six, seven, eight inches, put some giant tires on it, and drive it, you know, every now and then, or take it off-roading, there's your use for it. That's the point. There, I don't find a point in jacking up your everyday truck fucking four feet off the ground. My brother in Christ, you can't even go through a fucking drive through in that thing. What do you want them to do, to fucking airlift it up to you? Yeah, yeah. Like, if there's, a, like, I can try to find the practicality in every in everything but if you're off-roading and you have these giant tires on it and it's jacked up that makes sense you sort of need it you need the you need you need the clearance to do that stuff cool boom fine got it you i don't know you take your truck to car shows or whatever or something like that that's fine too but at some point like you got to you got to know it's too much. You got to. You got to know. You have to. I just don't get it. No, nah, because it's, it's even worse in southern Louisiana. Like in Baton Rouge, when I lived there for a year, and being exposed to my cousins and shit, like, bro, I'll tell you, my my cousin when like of course this is first time to get a you know a vehicle whatever homie could get us something so reliable he wouldn't have to worry about a, another car for you know multiple years this nigga and just like everybody down there is so set with this specific model car that is just fucking ridiculous or a truck that is just ridiculous and it's like old as fuck and they all break and they're constantly working on them. And they're like, oh, yeah, man, it's the fucking truck of my dreams. <laughs> I'm like, man, what the fuck do we got going on here? Man? Yeah, I don't, the South, like, the South has like the craziest car culture by far out of every state. Because it's, and it's actually only the South and the West. Those are the only two areas in the United States that are like super picky about cars or you have like a car meetup like texas louisiana alabama oklahoma sorta ish florida like the southern region of the united states going up to the west coast up to like california area because california is super 
classic cars, very low rider, you know, very, you know, that type of, that type of vibe. And then the further you move south, you have, you know, here it's like all about like mud trucks and super high lift kits and shit like that. You go even south, you know, even more south to like Houston, you have like fucking Coupe de Ville's with fucking spokes picking, sticking out of, off of the rims and shit like that. And like this crazy candy red with like crazy white leather seats. Oh yeah. Yeah. Car culture in the South is insane. Shit done, man. I don't get it. Loving that shit, man. I mean, I get it. But way that you could have sex with a car, niggas would do it. Oh, for sure. Like I, like I. Don't (laughs) get me wrong. I'm not. I like. I like my car. I got my car because it's a nice car. I love my car. I like making. You know, I put the little side louvers on the back windows. It makes it look a little more mean, a little more tough. But. I'm not trying to do crazy shit to my car. I just got the car because it looks nice. Like, I I I appreciate a good car when I see it. I'm not gonna fucking cream my britches over it. Yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. And to all you dickheads in Sherman, Texas. If you see me driving somewhere and you're in your little fucking 2012 Mustang or whatever type of muscle car you have, do not pull up next to me on the highway, rev your engine and try to get me to race. I I don't care. I don't care that much. I don't care. Stop doing it. That happens to me at least five times a day. I don't care. I'm, I'm going to Walmart. I'm going to buy bread. I don't want to race to get there. I don't care that much. I don't know. Fuck. What time is it? 2 a.m. Damn. I got to get up in four hours. I like that. Not at all. Not at all. I'm super awake. Um, but I guess, yeah, uh, sure. I guess I can cap it. We can cap it there. Why not? Fuck it. Like shit. You got anything to say? Yeah, yeah. All right, let's hear. Um, listen, man. I'm I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it like I've said multiple times, man, because it is true. We in 2023, right? It's time. It's time we've come to the realization that shit happens, right? No need to linger on the past. No need to linger on, you know friendships and and relationships with people who just ain't shit. I I come from California, which is a very, very big state. And I lived in Los Angeles, which is very diverse. So I come from a very big world. And now I live in a very small town. (laughs) So I I know I'm not... (laughs) I, I know... This isn't my final resting ground, but for for some niggas it is. So, in, in the in the grand retrospect of things, let them niggas be them. Go out and enjoy the world, enjoy new experiences that some niggas wish that they could do. 
and, and you don't got you don't gotta flex on them. You don't gotta post them on social media so everybody can see. But you know, take some time for yourself. Get get better. Get stronger. I, you know, I'm finna turn into DJ Cali with this shit, man. But you know, be on your be on your happy shit. Be on your tough shit. Real shit. <laughs> but, you know. I'm going to piggyback off of what you said. I'm going to piggyback off of that. I agree. I agree. So, like, unlike Jordan, I'm not from Los Angeles. I'm from around here. But what Jordan said is very true. This is not my final resting grounds. I will move on from this place just like, you know, some people hope to do. Some people wish they do. And a lot of people don't. But I know that I will. But to those who are content with their way of living and are perfectly mm-hmm. fine with mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I have no, like there, I have no ill will or malice towards you. Like that's what you want to do. That's what you want to do. I'm not going to hate on it. You know, you do mm-hmm. you, but for those who do fall into that category of contentness and placement and are just fine with where they are at, they're fine with being fine. Don't hate on people that want to go do more. And when they go do more, don't try to bring them back down to your level because you didn't, because you didn't want that for yourself. You can't hate on somebody for moving on when they ask you to move on with them. Because mm-hmm. at some point there's going to come a time in anyone's life when they want to move on, there are going to be people in your life that want to move, that don't want to move on. They want to hold you down. They want to keep you around. Word. They want you to stay on the same struggle that they are. Word. And that's not meant for you. And like, yeah, from time to time, it's cool to have conversation with these people. But you can never stoop stoop back down to the level. You can't go back. Always move forward. Bigger and better. It's like that. It's like the fucking uh, Meet the Robinson shit, man. Keep moving forward. Don't you ever fucking sit down. Listen. Listen, this is this, this is this is great fucking imagery for your for your bitch asses. Once once you meet you've met your friends from towns like this, it's cool to always talk and you know shoot the shit. But you you got to realize friends like that aren't the ones you sit down and have conversations with because that's when you tend to get comfortable, and once you get comfortable, that's when you don't move. You gotta you gotta stand and talk to them. Yep. You gotta you gotta be on your feet and talk to you. you cannot sit down and, and, and chat it up because that shit ain't that shit don't work like that. Well damn. It's a good uh, Friday episode. Uh all yeah. you people enjoy yeah. all you people enjoy your weekend. Hopefully we'll be able to come back on Tuesday. Actually, maybe even record an episode um for the Tuesday episode. Uh, we go out and do something on that was sort of the plan a couple weeks ago. And then people wanted to get in relationships and shit. That's neither here or there. I'm joking. I'm joking. Jokes, jokes. Um, but hopefully we come back Tuesday with some, uh, some nice podcast stories to share with, with you. Uh, you all have a safe weekend, uh, wrap your stump before you hump. I know you kids like to get nitty and gritty out here. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Nitty and gritty. 
Um, but yeah, no, that's all I got. Uh, we'll see you on Tuesday. Have a good weekend.